It reaches to me. 
that gives me strength from day to day. It will never, it will never, it will never, never lose its power. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody shout the blood, the blood, the blood. Come on, shout the blood of Jesus. Glory to God. The blood. It still works. It still works. It still works. Hallelujah. Thank God for the blood. Hallelujah. Eternal God, our Father, we thank you on this blessed and wonderful day. For this is the day that you have made. And Lord, we're rejoicing and we're glad in it. We thank you, Lord, for affording us the gift of life one more day. God, we honor you. We give you glory. We magnify you in our hearts today. Lord, have your way in us today. Use us for your glory. In the name of Jesus. God, we pray for all of those that are listening in as we speak. We pray that you will go into every home, every car, every place of worship that is hearing the sound of our voice right now. And we pray that a supernatural move of your power be upon every listener today. Open up our eyes. Help us to see. Oh, touch our ears. Help us to hear. But the Spirit will speak to our hearts on today. And Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. In Jesus' precious name that we pray, let all God's people say amen, amen, and amen. Right where you are, give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. God bless you. We thank God today for you allowing us to come into your homes and your cars or wherever you might be at this particular time. We count it an honor and a privilege uh, to be able to speak into your life once again. Even in the midst of this crisis, this pandemic that we are in right now, God is still good. Hallelujah. God is still blessing his people. You know that the scripture have been trying to uh, warn us and get us to this place for some time now. For the Bible declared long time ago that the just shall live by his faith. And how many know, bless God, we're at a point now where we're stepping out uh, and, and we're stretching out and stepping out and we're living by faith. Hallelujah. And I'm just wondering how many people out there are being stretched in your faith. Hallelujah. So we're thankful to God because we serve a faithful God. Amen. We serve a faithful, we serve a righteous, and we serve an on-time God. So I encourage you today, listen, no matter what your situation might be right now, don't you give up. Don't you give in. You stand on the word of God and God is going to see you through. Amen. Listen, that, I, I, have, I have an assignment today and it's a, it's a, uh, 
it's a very precarious assignment that I have today, but it's one that I have to fulfill today uh, by the Spirit of the Lord. So I want you to sit back, I want you to uh, uh, buckle in, and I want you to ride with me today as the Word of God speak to your hearts on today. Amen? Those of you that have your Bibles, go with us to uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Hallelujah. And if anybody else is in the room with you, just look, just, just, just holler over at them. Tell them, hold on, hold on. Just tell them to hold on now. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, beginning at verse number 16. And the Bible reads, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet them in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And verse number 18 is the one uh, verse that I want to uh, get to. It said, Wherefore comfort one another with these words. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. I want to take a few minutes this morning and talk about uh, the elephant in the room, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> I throw that kind of through a monkey wrench, through a curve, and you know, to you for a minute there. But but that that is that is an issue. That is a topic. Amen. In the room that we have been looking over and dancing around for some time now, but the Spirit of God would have me to address that elephant in the room. The situations of life have many thinking and rethinking their lives as we go through this crisis. And rightfully so. For we are experiencing something in life right now that we have not ever experienced before. Something, bless God, that no doubt will change our thinking. It will change our way of doing things probably forever in many cases. We are dealing with something that has touched the lives of all of us in some way, fashion, or another, saved or not saved. So this is one of those things that saved people can't look at the unsaved and say, well, uh, it's, it's, it's on you, you know, and the, saved, and the unsaved can't look at the saved and say it's on you. But bless God, this thing is touching all of our lives, saved or not. And understand, my brothers and sisters, that it is not an indictment against the saved or the believers uh, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Just because we are going through this particular crisis, just because we who are saved, we who are the believers and children of God, it's not an indictment on you that you are going through this situation because Jesus did not say you would have life with no troubles. He did not say you would have life without any trials, life without any tribulations, bless God. So it's not an, an indictment against the believers. But the scripture has forewarned and talked about these days that we are living in right now. Now the problem is we just didn't and don't like it. Or we didn't want to talk about them. The Bible have already let us know that these kind of days is coming, but we don't like to talk about these days. We don't like to talk about these times that the Bible have already forestated. The Bible calls them the last days, and you don't hardly hear any messages. You don't hardly hear any teaching on the last days anymore. We don't like talking about these last days because on the most part, we are living for the now. 
Oh, not we. we. We're not living in lieu of the last days, but we're living for the now. We are enjoying our present. Somebody say amen. Uh, where, where not many have expectations or even a desire for the life to come. We are all caught up in the now. We are caught up in the present. But uh, what happened to the song that says, uh, when I see Jesus? Amen. Well, what happened to, to that song? The one, the one that died for me. The one that set me free. When I see Jesus, amen. When all of my troubles, when all of my heartaches, when all of my pains, when all of my disappointments will be over. What, whatever happened to the song that said, when I see him. For we're, we're living today like, bless God, that day will never happen. That day will, I wish I had somebody. That day will never come. Why? Because we are living for the now. Somebody say amen. Ah, but the Bible talks about, amen, that in the last days, that peerless times shall come. Not only peerless time will come, but it's coming along with everything that we're dealing with even on today. Even though we are in it and a part of it, bless God, is not beyond our knowledge. For unto the most we have heard it before, and if the truth be told, that these kind of days is coming. Hallelujah. My God, I've been hearing it all of my life that these days that we're, that's upon us now, that these days was coming. And we could have pushed it off. We could have put it in the back of our minds. Amen. And we could have excluded from our daily thinking. But the Bible forewarned us that these days were coming. Uh, we just figured that they were for others and not us. Ah, but we find out, bless God, that these days is going to affect every one of us. These periods and these times uh, would be simply a prelude to something greater, a prelude to something wonderful that is to come. And that great thing that is to come is the coming of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. Oh my God, if you help me today, anybody in the room with you, just hold, look, holler at them and tell them, bless God, that the coming of the Lord is coming. And you know when we look at our text today, uh, did you notice it is a scripture we read mostly at funerals and home goings. When it's really designed to help and encourage us the living. Verse number 18 said comfort one another with these words. Well what words are you talking about pastor? Amen. The words that Jesus is coming back like he said. And that those that die in the Lord before us will not be hindered from seeing him. But the Bible said we all shall be caught up together to meet him in the air. Uh, then it goes on to say for those of us that remain we shall be changed in a moment and twinkling of an eye. Now I must make this point this morning because the message today hinges on this. Whether we live or whether we die to see Jesus when he come back in the clouds, we will have first have to have first accepted him into our life as our Lord and our Savior. You must have, bless God, live the life that he requires of you. Somebody say amen. Uh, but I want you to know it won't be no mistake. It won't be no accident that you are caught up in that time. 
But bless God, you're going to have to be the prepared yourself for the coming of the Lord. Oh, the elephant, the elephant, the elephant, the elephant in the room. We don't like to talk about a man, the life anymore. We don't like to talk about holiness anymore. We don't like to talk about righteousness and righteous living anymore. So every now and then you got to get excited and overwhelmed at home goings over those words. Amen. We get emotional when we are funeralizing others and when we talk about being caught up, when we talk about being changed and those kinds of settings. We get emotional over the song that says some glad morning when this life is over I will fly away to a land where joy will never end. I will fly away. Oh glory. When I die hallelujah by and by I will fly away. Amen. We get a little emotional when we are in those services when we sing that song. And when we leave, we leave with some sense of emotional comfort. Because we have just said that one day we're going to fly away. We're going to be with the Lord some glad morning. But the problem, my brothers and sisters, that most of the time, chapter 3 of 1 Thessalonians and the first part of chapter 4 is not mentioned at those services. Chapter 3 and the first part of chapter 4, it gives us the prerequisite for getting your ticket to fly away. Amen. It gives us that prerequisite, amen, that you're going to have to do before you can be called up to meet him in the air. Can I help somebody right about here? I don't care what airport you go to. You cannot get on the plane, amen, to take your flight until you buy your ticket. Unless you hijack the plane. Somebody give God a hallelujah. In other words, you got to have a ticket, y'all. Somebody say a ticket. Somebody say a ticket. The scripture talks about being caught up and meeting the Lord in the air. But understand me this morning, beloveds. Your life, somebody say your life. Your life is what gives you the rights to your ticket. In other words, if you don't live the life, then you don't have a right to your ticket to be caught up to meet him in the air. The Bible says in verse number one, it says, furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exalt you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us, how ye ought to walk, how ye ought to walk, how ye ought to walk, or how you supposed to live and to please God, so ye would abound, or so ye would be blessed more and more. I came to tell you it's your life that's going to cause you to abound. It's your life that's going to cause you to be blessed. Even through the midst of this trial. It's your life that's going to cause you to abound. How we ought to walk. How we ought to walk to please God. Amen. This lets me know beloved that God is not pleased with everything that we are doing no matter what but there is an expectation of how we should live or how we should conduct ourselves before the Lord Almighty somebody said the elephant the elephant that's in the room for the Bible said in verse number 2 he said for ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus Christ. 
for this is the will of God even your sanctification that ye should abstain from fornication and fornication in both senses of the word in the natural sense as well as the spiritual sense and verse 4 says that every one of you should know how to possess your vessels in sanctification and in honor Lord help me today what are you getting at pastor well what I'm saying is before you can fly away before you be with the Lord when your time comes you must have lived a set apart life you must have lived a sanctified life so the question is today how are you living or do I have any witnesses out there if somebody else is in the room with you hollow and ask them the question how are you living somebody say amen the Bible lets me know that if you live right that heaven it belongs to you I say if you live right heaven belongs to you so I'm encouraged today to ask the question how am I living for the hour that we're in right now it's an end time hour somebody say yes Lord Bible prophecy is unfolding itself even before our eyes and according to the scripture Jesus is soon to come the Bible says that we know not the day and we don't know the hour when the son of man coming but we'll know the season according to the scripture and this is not to scare you beloved a man ought to present something negative to you but the coming of Jesus is not a negativity the coming of Jesus is not anything negative but bless God when I see Jesus when I see Jesus, you talking about joy, you talking about joy, all of our troubles, they will be over, all of our heartaches, they will be over, when we see the master's face, somebody say yeah, listen every believer, ought to be looking, we ought to be waiting, on his return while we live somebody say yes Lord this may be the day we don't know it may be on tomorrow but we ought to be living with our ticket in our hearts ready to be changed ready to be caught up to meet him in the air somebody say yes Lord it's a blessing now just to know that a better day is coming just tap by with whoever you're with and say a better day come on say a better day a better day is coming somebody shout glory a better day is coming it's coming for the righteous it's coming for those who've lived who've lived a life that one of these old days one of these old days I'm gonna get paid I'm gonna get rewarded for my faithfulness one of these old days I'm gonna get rewarded for living holy somebody say for walking not in the filthiness of my flesh but bless God maintaining maintaining my vessel in sanctification and honor and verse number 7 says for God has not called us unto uncleanliness but unto holiness somebody shout holiness come on and shout holiness in other words our heavenly father he expects us to live right 
Rockin' Hill page, 3.30, in the Yes Lord hymnal, that says a charge to keep I have, and a God to glorify, who gave his son for my soul to save, and fit it for the sky to serve this present age my calling to fulfill oh may all my powers engage to do the master's will arm me with jealous care as in thy sight to live and all thy servant Lord prepare a strict account that I must give in other words salvation it is free but it costs you something to live right somebody say yeah because when I when I leave this old world I want to go somewhere I want to go somewhere that's better than here I want to go somewhere that has no more troubles there's no more pain I heard the song that says I want to go I want to go where I'm bound I want to go to that place where I'm bound where there's peace and happiness somebody say yeah but before you can go to that land you gotta stop by the cross I say you gotta stop by the cross before you can get there you gotta stop by the cross you gotta stop by Cabra there won't be any illegal aliens there but all of those that will be there will have come by invitation somebody say yeah my bible tells me in Matthew 11 28 and 30 he gives us the invitation he said come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and I I give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I'm meek and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul for my yoke is easy my yoke is easy and my burdens my burdens are light somebody shout glory get ready get ready get ready the invite is out but how many will come the invitation is out but how many will come I heard somebody a man that shattered testimony that when the invitation came out I came to Jesus just as I was I was weary worn and sad and I found I found in him a resting place and he has made me glad somebody shall glory shall glory hallelujah hallelujah I came to tell you as I get ready to close that this is the wrong season to be a stranger to the Lord if you don't know the Lord you need to get to know him now because heaven is by invitation or relationship only somebody say it is a prepared place for prepared people and if your name is not on the invitation list if your name is not in the lamb's book the lamb book of life then you won't make it you won't make it in this world is not our home we're living here to live again and I heard Jesus said in John 14 he said let not your heart your heart be troubled if you believe in God believe also in me he said in my father's house there are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you so but I go I go 
to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'm coming back again to receive you unto myself. Somebody shout glory. As I get ready to close this morning, I want you to know one more time that he's coming back. He's coming back. These are the last days. And Jesus is soon to come. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to meet him? Are you ready to go back with him? Somebody say yeah. For he said that when that time comes, he said I'm coming like a thief. Like a thief. Like a thief. You won't see me. You won't know when I'm coming. But I'm coming quick. Quicker than quick. Like a thief in the night. I'm coming unexpected. We're caught up in everything. But Jesus, he can show up anytime. Are you ready? Nobody, nobody saw COVID-19. Nobody saw it coming. But it came as Jesus said. I'm coming like that. You ain't going to see me coming. But I'm going to show up. COVID-19. It got the whole world. It got the whole world in an uproar. Y'all don't hear me. COVID-19. It got the whole world in a pandemic. But when Jesus comes. The whole world is going to be shook up and in a panic. Y'all don't hear me. But Jesus said one day, one of these days, I'm going to split the sky. And when I come, millions of people, millions of people all over the world, they're going to be caught up. They're going to be changed. You talking about a pandemic. You talking about a panic like the world never seen before. Somebody say it. But when I, when I, I, when I see Jesus, when I see Jesus, when I see the one that died for me, when I see my Savior, Somebody shout amen. Come on, shout amen. Hallelujah. So, it shouldn't be a surprise to knowledgeable believers. Now, understand, just like you got knowledgeable seasoned believers, you got young, simple believers who may not have the expectation. They believe, but they don't have the expectation of the coming of Jesus Christ back to the earth or back to get us. Because when he come this time, he's not coming to the earth he's not coming to the earth he's not coming to walk and to set foot on the earth because he's saying it I'm coming but I'm not coming to the earth I'm just coming to get my jewels I'm coming to get my bride I'm coming to get the body of Christ. So, I'm not going to have time to go down to the earth and deal with all of the confusion and all the sin and all the corruption that's going on down there. That's not my mission. 
My mission is to come and get my bride. Come and get those who have held to the faith. Come and get those who are yet walking and bless God covered uh, under the blood of the Lamb. Walk. Come and to get those who made the sacrifice that said for God I live and for God I die. Come and to get those, bless God, who have not given themselves over to the things of the world and the things of their flesh. I'm coming to get those and get them up out of all of this confusion. Sin. And there they will forever be with me. The dead is going to rise. Those that died in hope, the graves are going to be open. The dead is going to get up. And all of us that remain. We shall be changed in a moment. Oh, we talk about it. We sing about it. It's amazing. It's amazing how uh, we don't even talk about that until we had a funeral. Like it's benefiting the dead. But God said, encourage one another with that so you can live right. And so you can make it when your time come. Or you can be changed when Jesus come back in the clouds. Anybody hear me? So that's going to be, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be a worldwide panic. We're dealing with a pandemic now. But you're talking about a worldwide panic. When millions upon millions and millions of believers shall disappear from the face of the earth. You're talking about panic. When that believing airplane pilot disappears. When that believing bus driver disappears, when that believing train engineer disappears, when saints all over the world disappear and changed and caught up to meet Jesus. Listen, y'all, that's what we're living for. How if that is the premise of our salvation and redemption to be one day reunited with Jesus, let's God, how can we go through life and don't think about it? How can we go through life, let's God, and don't look for it? Every day you get up, you ought to tell yourself, this may be the day. Even so, Lord Jesus, Come quickly. This may be the day. I don't know. This may be the day. That's why I got to live right. I got to watch how I conduct myself. I got to watch what I say. I got to watch what I do. Because this may be the day. When Jesus split the sky. When the trump of God shall sound, the dead in Christ rise. And those that remain is changed in the blinking of an eye. This may be the day. Now, in the midst of this pandemic that we're in, we talked about encouraging you Encourage you to hold on. Don't lose hope. And talk to you about just trying to keep you from falling in despair. Keep you in that ramification of hope. But the Lord stirred my heart four day yesterday morning. And God said, now 
I've had enough talking about uh, encouraging and people and get them to hold on and hope and everything. Somebody got to deal with the elephant in the room. Somebody got to stand up and let the world know that bless God, amen, if you want to see Jesus, Somebody got to let them know, bless God, in the midst of this pandemic, because saved people are leaving here just like the unsaved. And somebody got to let them know, bless God, that bless God, the only way you're going to see Jesus, you got to have your ticket or that right relationship with him. Whether you die or whether Jesus come and you are caught up to meet him in the air. Either way, we got to have a life that's pleasing to God. We, 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 we have to have that life that have been uh, consecrated at the cross under the blood of Jesus. We have, the, have went by Calvary and got forgiven of our sins and adopted in the family of God. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. And then, and then, you got to humble yourself. You have to humble yourself and repent. Become godly sorry of all of the past sins in your life. And ask the Lord Jesus to come in and do you over. God, come into my life and do me over. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. So, I had to come straight today and deal with the elephant in the room. If you want to make it, from this life to the other life with Jesus you got to live right right now so if your heart is not right if you're not if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior right now bless God you need to pause wherever you are and repent of your sins Repentance is just simply mean becoming godless sorry of all of the sin, the wrong that you have done and turn away from that thing. The Bible says, bless God, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray and turn and turn and turn from their wicked ways. If you notice, it, did, it didn't say if they would just stop. But it said, turn. Because I found out when you just simply stop doing a thing, when you want to pick it up again, all you got to do is just start. Just like you stop. But when you turn, turning means a change of heart. But when your heart changes, when your mind, your heart, and everything about you change, then you walk away from that thing never to go back again. So you have to make that decision right now, beloveds, because as I speak to you, as I speak to you, as the man of God, as the prophet of God, in this time now, bless God, we don't know the day nor the hour when the Son of Man coming, but the, we know the season. And we're in the season. We're in, 
We're in the last days of the season. The Bible says, and I'm trying to pray, the Bible says that the end cannot be until the word, the word have covered the entire world. Well, beloveds, the word is being pushed out today like it have never been pushed out in history. Listen, everybody got a phone putting the word out today. And the word, amen, one click of the button and the word is in Africa. One click of the button, the word, bless God, is in Asia. One click of the button, the word is in Europe. The word is all over the world. And it's amazing. I said, God, I know what your word said, but God said, listen, as evil as this world is getting now, God said, I got to do something to shorten the time. The word getting out too slow, but bless God, the word getting pushed now at a pace and a rate like we have never seen before. The word of God is reaching around the world many times over. That was one of the last phases. One of the last phases before the coming of Jesus. So we're in the time. We're in the season now, y'all. I don't know when he's coming. Bible said no man knoweth. But it behooves all of us to be ready. Lift your hands up right where y'all. Lift your hands up right where y'all. In that bedroom. In that great room in your den basement there in your car if you pull it over lift them hands up to the Lord and to purchase your ticket for that heaven bound flight all you have to do is to get your heart changed Repent of your sins right where you are and ask the Lord to forgive you. Forgive me, Lord. I know I'm wrong. I hadn't done the things that I should have done. I hadn't lived the way that I should have lived. And I'm asking your Father to forgive me. I've come now to a sense of reality that things are happening, things are changing in this world. I'm coming to that reality of understanding what grandmama was trying to say, granddaddy was trying to say, mama, daddy was trying to say in these days that we're living in now, forgive me. Come into my heart, cleanse me now, watch me. I denounce sin. I denounce Satan in my life right now. Satan, I put you out of my heart and out of my life forever. And Lord Jesus, I receive you in to my life and to my heart right now. Be my Lord and be my Savior forever and forever. And Lord, I thank you. I thank you for coming in. I thank you for saving my life. I give you glory now and I give you praise. Come on. Begin to clap your hands and tell God thank you. Clap your hands and tell. Listen, it was just that simple. Don't let anybody fool you. It was just that simple. If you was serious about what you just did and what you just said, it was just that simple. Jesus did all the work. You don't have to work for it today. Jesus have already done the work. All you got to do is repent and believe and by faith receive in Jesus' name. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. And amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands everywhere. Clap your hands everywhere. Hallelujah. Listen, just before you take your seat at home, I spoke last Sunday. I spoke last Sunday prophetically last Sunday after the message 
and I spoke that that was a person that was a person I didn't know male or female but I knew that that was a person who was favoring on the right side severe pain on the right side hallelujah and, it's, and it was starting to concern you and, and as, I, as I was speaking the spirit of God brought that up because this is no time to make a trip to the hospital oh y'all ain't saying nothing but, but you was there not knowing what was going on and didn't know what you needed to do and God showed me you in the spirit and God said this is no time to make a trip to the hospital so I spoke healing I spoke deliverance to your flesh on last Sunday but I want you to know bless God uh, somewhere around the first part of the week I got a call and said pastor you didn't know it but that was me I don't know where it came from all I know that that thing was bothering me bless God and when you pray Hallelujah, deliverance came. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is just turn your heart to the Lord. God will meet you right where you are. Somebody say amen. And I'm speaking, I'm speaking to you today. I'm, I, I, I'm speaking, I, I'm prophesying to you today. And right where you are, one more time, just lift up your hands. I'm talking to you, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. That person, that person with that t-shirt on, a shirt or something on, and on that t-shirt of whatever, that piece of clothes on, just as plain as day, are the letters love. Are the letters love. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. God is getting ready to show you something. You know who am I? Because everybody, everybody don't have that. But God is getting ready to show you something. And God said he's not going to disappoint you. God is getting ready to show you love like you never experienced before in your life. You've been going through, especially in the last few weeks, feeling like nobody loves you. But God said that he got you. He's getting, ready to he's getting ready to show you some love like you never experienced before. The only criteria is you got to walk right. You got to present yourself in a godly fashion. There's another person I, a person's, and I speak over your job, I speak over your career, your job. Our Heavenly Father, He provides for His children. And I hear the Spirit of God saying, in this hour, don't relinquish your trust in him trust him the bible said the just shall live by his faith and even in the midst of this pandemic i speak promotion over your life in the midst of this crisis i speak now who who would hear such a thing get promoted during this crisis but i speak promotion over your life there's somebody else that I'm speaking to. Bless God. I hear God saying new. I hear him saying new. I hear him saying new. God said get ready for a new job. Uh, many jobs will be opened up for you, the righteous. You have who are living right. You have given yourself to God. God said there is a space for you. There is a place for you. There is a position for you. One more. One more. I want to speak. I want to speak and pray for relationships. New relationships. Old relationships. 
coming together, being renewed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, I pray for those relationships right now, those who are struggling, those who are going through relationship issues in the life. God, you told me to call it out, and I did what you say. Because as I called it out, lights came on in the hearts of those that it was meant for. Strengthen them right where they are. Touch the minds, the hearts. Cause change in those relationships right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Listen, for those who are going through some turbulent times in that relationship, this is what I hear. I heard God say, God said, listen, God said, don't wait on them. He said, don't wait on them. Some folks just sitting around waiting on the other person to apologize. God said, don't wait on them. God said, you do it. God said, you go first. You be the first one to move. God said, don't, don't allow the Mexican standoff to go any longer. God said, break it, break it. God said, you take the high road. You be the first one to move so he can step in and renew that relationship. You know who I'm talking about. And so shall your way be established. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it, God. In Jesus' name, give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I pray that you were blessed today. I know this was a, a straightforward word today. But I was charged. It was my assignment to deal with that elephant in the room today. And I had to call it out. For what it is. There is a life to be lived to see Jesus. Listen, beloveds, it's been an honor and a privilege to have served you again today. I'm grateful to each and every one of you. And I just pray the blessings of God on your life today that you will continue to be uh, uh, healed. You continue to walk in deliverance. You continue to be set free by the power of almighty God y'all stay safe continue to follow the guidelines that set before us and let me say this one more time listen following the guidelines and doing the things that they have put out for us has nothing to do with your faith let me say that one again Following the guidelines that have been placed before us have nothing to do with your faith. Well, why are you saying that, Pastor? Because, uh, well, let, 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 me, let me say this. Simply because we know what's going on around us. We know what's going on around us. Now, it would be a faith issue if we didn't know. The Bible said, to them that know to do good and don't do it, to him it is sin. So now that we know what we need to do, God holds us accountable to do what we need to do. Even when it's Concerning your own life, when your own life is at snake stake. Listen, you know a viper is venomous and poisonous. Just because you believe God, that means you just gonna walk, walk up to him like ain't nothing, like, like he ain't gonna do nothing. Listen, you getting ready to get bit. And guess what? You might die. Because you know better. You know better. So we know some things now and now it's our responsibility to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families, amen, to do the things that's responsible. Why? Because we know better. 
So I encourage you to continue to do the things that you need to do to keep yourself safe so you can keep your family safe. Amen. Amen. So when we all come back together again, amen, as a church body, church family, that all of us can be saved too. Amen. Listen, family, do what you are, uh, are required to do. Amen. Support the ministry. Amen. Begin to send your tithes and your offerings by whatever uh, media way that you desire. Amen. Whether it's cash app through our, our website, uh, uh, text to give. Whatever means that you are comfortable in doing, make sure you support the ministry today. Amen. Let's be a blessing to our uh, ministry today, and God is going to bless you for it. And I say that to everybody. Support your ministry wherever it is. Your ministry need you. Your pastor need you. And if you do that, I guarantee you God is going to bless your life. So my beloveds, to next time, Lady Mona and I and all of the pastors here at the T.O.P. Ministries, we want you to know that we are praying for you. And until the next time, you be safe and you be blessed in Jesus' name. Peace. <laughs>